this is Connie Bezalski and welcome to the Live Your Heart Out podcast. This episode originally aired on my YouTube channel. The video version might have some entertaining visuals. So if you want to check that out, go to liveyourheartout.co slash YouTube. Thanks so much for listening. Enjoy the episode. Hey friends, what's up? Blessings from California. I got in from Ecuador a couple of days ago. I'm back in LA and I'm really happy to be here. I was sad to leave Ecuador. Yeah, I might have left a piece of my heart in Olon. But nevertheless, I'm really happy to be here. It's, you know, super sunny as always in LA. I love it. And I thought today it needs to happen. I need to sit down and share with you my experience, the real experience in a more comprehensive way. Because I've talked about it on Facebook Lives and YouTube Lives and whatnots in my podcast, but I sat down actually on the flight from Ecuador to here and took some notes and really went inwards to see what is it that I want to share in a video um, talking about my experience with plant medicine, with working with a shaman in Ecuador in this little town called Olon by the Pacific Ocean, working with San Pedro. Um, some of you, they thought I was going there for ayahuasca and I thought the same thing. I thought I was going to do ayahuasca and that was my calling actually the past few months. However, my shaman, Jonathan, he sort of, he decides what's best for you. And he mostly works with San Pedro. In some cases, he also uses ayahuasca. It depends. But for me, he said, no, we're going to do three ceremonies of San Pedro. And San Pedro is kind of similar to ayahuasca, but also different. It is a plant medicine, but it is a cactus. Ayahuasca is a, is a different plant altogether. They're used in different ways. And San Pedro is mainly used to treat depression or all trauma, addictions, all that sort of stuff. It's also called Huachuma and also called Grandfather Wisdom. <laughs> it is a sacred plant medicine that grows in the Andes in South America, mostly in Ecuador and in Peru. It's been used by shamans and the native people for more than 3000 years. So this is older than any aspirin or antidepressant. By consuming the, the juice from the, the plant, the cactus plant, which it's a very long process to make this, um, the brew actually of San Pedro. And, um, and when you drink it, it connects you to the spirit world. And it also helps you to reconnect with your true self. The plant helps you to attain guidance and wisdom from the spirits so that you can heal deep old wounds from the past. I personally had two main drivers of why I decided to go to Ecuador and work with a shaman. I'd been suffering from depression for quite a while on and off throughout my life ever since I was a teenager. And I was going through a really intense phase in November and December. And so that was one of my intentions was to heal that part of myself that was suffering so much emotionally. And the second purpose, I had been experiencing a series of um, very unhealthy, heartbreaking relationships with women in the past 
six years. But also before that, before I had my coming out, ever since I was a teenager, it's just love has always been very painful for me. And I, I wanted to figure out, I wanted to heal that part of me that was constantly striving for love and attention and acceptance. And so I went down to Alon in Ecuador um, for 10 days and I was working with my shaman one-on-one. -on -one. So this is very different to many other people's experiences with plant medicine or ayahuasca and whatnot is um, mostly shamans do group ceremonies, but my shaman mostly does private ceremonies. So it's really just you and him. And he focuses on you and your issues and he guides you through the process during the ceremonies. And so that is a very unique way to work with the plant. And so all in all, I did three ceremonies with him, two night ceremonies and one day ceremony. They usually take about 12 hours altogether from when you drink um, the juice and when you finish the ceremony. And we also did a sweat lodge ceremony on my first day, kind of as a welcome. And that was quite challenging in itself, actually, but a very beautiful experience. And uh, one that I'll never forget because I thought I knew saunas and, you know, I, I thought I knew what it means to sit in a very, very hot room and sweat, but a sweat lodge is a, is a whole nother dimension <laughs> of dealing with the heat. And um, that was a very interesting first uh, challenge of finding comfort in the discomfort, right? And to surrender yourself to not really being able to breathe. <laughs> But uh, it was a great initiation and uh, it prepared me well for the three following ceremonies during those 10 days. So now, as I mentioned, my experience working with my shaman was very special and unique because it was just me and him. He is highly, highly dedicated to that path of working with the plant medicine. He's so dedicated and committed to helping other people heal. He is also, he's a doctor. He's actually a medical doctor. That's what he studied. He practiced also as a doctor for a while and then dedicated his entire life to the plant medicine um, with his family, his wife. He's got two children and I was living with them. And that in itself was very beautiful. And his approach is, is all about love and family and just being in the energy of, him and his family that is just so full of love and beauty and connection, that in itself is extremely healing. And that makes the experience even more special. So it's not just about the three ceremonies, it's about way, way more. And Jonathan is also a very, very gifted shaman and healer. He's not just a shaman, he's, he's a real healer. He's like, and he's probably the best psychotherapist you could ever imagine because when you're in ceremony with him, he, he works with you like a surgeon, but like on the emotional and mental level. And I can't even begin to describe just how special it is to be in ceremony with him. 
and to be healed by him or with him because in the end you still have to do the work you know he just kind of he's just kind of there to guide you but and i want to really mention this this is a really important point for me because i don't i'm not making this video i don't talk about plant medicine and i'm not sharing my experience because I, i'm a missionary and i want everybody to go and do plant medicine that's totally not my intention i'm very aware that there is quite a bit of abuse in the plant medicine world or industry i shall say and not all shamans treat the plants with the utmost respect maybe like i said I'm, i was very lucky to um that i was recommended um this shaman through a, f a really good friend of mine that I, i trusted she's worked with him and so i want everybody who's who feels the call to do plant medicine to really check in for one why do you want to do it is it just to you know to kind of explore your own consciousness Or is it really because you're in need of healing? For me, and what I've learned from my shaman is that plant medicine, it's a medicine. It's not a drug. It's, it's not just something you just kind of do just because it's, it's a medicine. It's there to heal you. And that's why I did it. I went there with an intention that was very clear for me. And that's what it provided to me. So let's talk about the ceremonies themselves. So we did two night ceremonies, one day ceremony. The night ceremony started at about 9.30 and go, you know, roughly 12 hours until like 9 a.m., 9.30 a.m. The day ceremony we did, we started at 8 a.m. in the morning and again it goes for about 12 hours or 11 hours or something. So San Pedro lasts a lot longer um, than ayahuasca actually. And you only drink it once and it's, it doesn't taste very nice <laughs> just thinking about it. Um, Yeah, just thinking about it. Uh, but uh, so yeah, the tastes are very good. And it really is a ceremony. So in the beginning, you gather around the fire that's always there. It's a very integral part of the ceremony. And you pray to the spirits and um, to the fire and the nature and, and everything. And, and then you pray to them and you talk about your, your purpose, your intention um, of what you're looking for. Um, what questions you might want to have answered, what sort of healing um, you'd like to receive. And after that, you, you drink the, um, the brew, and then it takes about an hour or so for the effects to kick in, slowly though. So the, the highest point maybe um, during the ceremony is several hours into the ceremony. So it takes a while. Um, and so in the beginning, you're just kind of, you know, sitting and talking and the fire is there. And eventually you start to feel it in your body. You start to feel that he um, kind of drifting into like this very awake dream state. It's really, really hard to describe because you're still super present and you, you feel everything. Actually, all your senses are completely, they're intensified and... All your emotions and, and all, the, all the stuck energies or issues, they're, they're magnetified. It's like you have a magnifying glass. And so that can, for good and bad. So it could be that you feel intense happiness, you know, sometimes. Or, or when you feel sad, you feel that sadness very intensely as well. And, and I remember that when I had to laugh, I had to laugh so hard. It came from really deep down. And when I had to cry, that crying was, was a very intense cry. Um, but it wasn't about suffering, so f for me anyway, during those ceremonies. I mean, I did suffer. Uh, <laughs> how do I explain this? I did definitely suffer because 
but it wasn't about the suffering. And what I mean by this is um, I started to feel quite sick after about an hour or two hours and that would last for quite a while. Um, and by sick, I mean really nauseous and just to the point where you just really want to vomit, but it's just not happening. And it's like you're in the struggle, your body is struggling, your mind's struggling, your soul is struggling. And you're going through some really intense moments with yourself. And oh, that was really, really difficult in each of the three ceremonies, actually. But eventually, so the shaman then helps you, he guides you, navigates you through all of this and these feelings with music and, and he talks to you. And, and so eventually I had to finally let, I, I surrendered, <laughs> I let go. And then I was finally able to release, meaning I vomited. And once I vomited, I could feel how, how I was starting to feel liberated. And that through this surrendering to whatever that was going on inside of my body and inside of my head and, and in my heart, that what I was actually letting go through vomiting wasn't the medicine or any of that. It was, I was letting go of really stuck energies. I was letting go of pain. I was letting go of all these shadows and demons inside of me. So it's a very important part actually, it was for me anyway, um, this purging. It's a purge, really is a purge, an energetic purge, but also obviously a physical purge. Yeah, after that, it started to get better sometimes then um, it would get better and then I'd feel nauseous again and it would get better and nauseous again and this would kind of go back and forth a little bit. So it's really, oh man, it's, it's a struggle, but only until you finally surrender. <laughs> but for me, it wasn't about having nervous breakdowns and crying and this is what I mean. Like I was suffering, but I wasn't suffering. I, I was suffering physically a lot and I really had to face some intense things and memories and thoughts and, and feelings, but I didn't have to go through another dark night of the soul and just like, you know, like crying my heart out. That didn't happen um, and it was necessary. And, and usually as the ceremony went on and, and finally my soul was able to fully let go and surrender, that's when you then enter a place that's actually quite beautiful. And towards the end of the ceremony, it's just, yeah, it's really lovely. And, and I connected a lot with the fire that is very present, like I said, in the ceremony. And you see a lot of things in, in the fire. And generally you have visuals. Mm, it could be, I, for example, saw an amazing star in the sky. It looked like a bit like a, like a disco ball or something. It was just, wow, never forget that. And, um, and the fire shows you things. And it's not the fire, obviously it's me. And, but it's also the spirit, it's the medicine that's showing you something. And whenever I had certain thoughts or questions, the medicine would immediately show me something, some, or it would give me an answer. It could be a visual answer. It could be whatever. It was, it was highly fascinating how that works. And also your senses are so heightened. So for example, um, the shaman would give me like a, he would give me a leaf from a tree and I would look at this leaf and I was so connected to the leaf and I smelled the leaf and I touched it and I was just totally in awe about this leaf for a long time and it was beautiful so you're very much in that present moment so fully aware 
of everything that's going on right here, right now, and of your feelings and your thoughts and your surroundings and very, very special. Another beautiful part of those ceremonies is the music. So he was playing beautiful flute music or he was singing and playing the guitar. I mean, it was just it was so special. And um, the songs that he was playing and the, the lyrics um, and just how that was accompanying my process as well. And he was very much in tune always with where I was at and trying to align his music or whatever we were talking about in a way that would help me to get through the process and so in that way it was we were always in a way we were always connected in a way me and the shaman and then he would use like incense um, and put them in the fire and, and there were all these different smells and yeah it's now that I'm talking about it, I'm being put right back into some of those moments and they, they were just very magical. And his work is just so beautiful, so beautiful and nothing that words could ever describe in its, in its fullness and wholeness because you, the experiences that you have during ceremonies with him it's probably a good thing, maybe. You can't put everything into words, no? <laughs> I want to talk a little bit about my overall sort of experience or the shifts that I've experienced because it really is a really intense mental and emotional system reset. This is what I call, well, kind of what happened with me anyway. You get, you get an upgrade. Your software gets an upgrade. <laughs> And you have the chance, the opportunity um, to kind of reprogram your mind. And especially, you know, working with Jonathan, he is just so experienced in how he works with his patients or his people that he really gives you the best opportunity to explore your blind spots and to then yeah, install a new operating system sort of um, in your mind and in, in your soul that's, that represents your true self. So I feel like it's, a, it's about getting rid of your small self, getting in touch with who you truly are, and especially also getting in touch with your purpose and your calling um, so that you can fully express um, the reason that you're here on this planet. And so here's what I believe, and this is just my belief, that's uh, my humble sort of um, opinion. When you are taking the plant medicine and you're feeling the effects, I think that your brain goes into theta brainwaves, which is the state we're in when, when we're small kids until about the age of seven, which is when we're programmed. And by being back in that state, you are easily reprogrammed. So you can access these parts of you that were, you know, programmed back then and you can change them. This is kind of, uh, that's what I'm trying to, how I try to explain this because it's so powerful. And I strongly believe that your brain goes into different brainwaves for sure. And I feel like it could be theta brainwaves because it's so effective. And with the medicine, 
you find a lot of clarity, or I found a lot of clarity. It really, there's, you can't hide anything because, or you can't neglect anything. You can't just run away from anything. Um, your issues, your blind spots, whatever. And that was really fascinating because I thought I had explored all of my stuff and my patterns and my traumas and all of it, you know, over the years and, and all these different ways. And yet they, there were still blind spots. There were still things I didn't know that I didn't know them. And those are the most fascinating ones. And so I'm so grateful that the medicine, even though it wasn't easy, <laughs> it was quite difficult and it wasn't comfortable, but that it showed me those blind spots. It showed me what I, what I didn't know that I didn't know. So whatever needs attention will come up during those ceremonies, but it's not like you can control it. <laughs> and that's the interesting part about it, obviously, which means you have to face yourself pretty intensely and some of the things you might not want to look at but you're forced to look at them and that's where the magic happens so one huge huge epiphany and healing that took place was that um, we established that I have a lot of stuck energies, a lot of dark energies in my survival centers in the second chakra which is our sexual creative center and you can use it wisely or like I did not so wisely and suffer a lot in relationships and with depression and all of that because there's a lot of power struggles going on when in, or in your life in your relationships when you have a rather disturbed sort of um, second chakra um, or any of those first three chakras are really our survival energy centers where, where most of the people have um, the roots of their issues. So I was given the opportunity to finally, finally let go of these power struggles, to finally, finally heal these dark energies in there. And that's why I also believe since then, especially since the last third ceremony, my stomach issues have gotten so much better. So pretty amazing. I just found so much more clarity as to how I want to direct my creative energies. Um, I don't want to use my energies in a destructive way anymore. And that's what I've been doing for many years. And I want to use all of these energies in a beautiful way, in a way that contributes to other people's lives, in a way that I can, in a way that I can co-create with the universe together. So I found a lot of clarity in terms of me, my life, my purpose, everything. It's just been amazing. And I have a lot of trust in my journey going forward. Knowing that I'm loved, knowing that I'm connected, knowing that I have a purpose here. It hasn't even been a full week since my last ceremony, but I can already tell that the shifts have been massive. I do feel like I've experienced immense healing and I feel so much more connected to myself where I'm in life, I feel so much more connected to the present moment, so much more connected to my inner child. And I'm just so grateful that for one, I was brave enough to go down there to Ecuador and to make the decision to, to do that. But I'm also just really grateful that I had the means to do it. And today I can honestly say that I'm a believer. I'm a believer in the spirit of San Pedro that we can call in to help us to heal, 
and um, to help us on our path. I felt it so strongly. I felt the spirit right there in my presence. I felt, I still feel the spirit. It's still within me and it'll be within me for the rest of my life. And so my only purpose right now is to focus on my purpose and on my calling and to fully embrace it and use all my beautiful energies to spread that purpose all over the place, which is what I'm trying to do with Live Your Heart Out and also with making this video. Because I believe that while I'm doing that, everything else will fall into place. The relationship, the woman, the, the place, the home, and everything else is going to happen while I'm focusing on contributing, on making an impact, on fulfilling my calling. Now the big question, do you feel called to do San Pedro? Do you feel called to work with plant medicine to find healing? And maybe some of you who are watching this video, they would like to get in touch with my shaman and work with him. And he, like I said, he's absolutely amazing. And he's really become a teacher for me. And I almost feel like I never wanna, I never wanna have any other experience with plant medicine just with him. But if you feel called to, to do, to work with the plant medicine, if you really feel from deep inside this very authentic, genuine, real call that you want to work with a shaman that I work with in Ecuador and you want to go and see him and you commit it to doing the work, you commit it to doing whatever it takes. And like I said, it's not cheap and he has a kind of selection process. He doesn't work with anybody. But if you feel that calling, then please do ask me in the comments below or send me a message. You can send me an email at mail at conni, C-O-N-N-I dot M-E. And uh, yeah, you're more than welcome to send me an email and ask me for his details or his website and I'll happily share it with you. Um, I talked to him about the potentiality <laughs> of me t making this video and, and sharing his work with the world and I asked him, you know, what would be the best way to um, get people in touch with him. And um, I feel like this way is the best way. I'm not going to just put his name and, and his email address out there. But if you want to work with him, please get in touch with me. And I'm more than happy to get you in touch with Jonathan. And yeah, lastly, um, if you have any questions whatsoever, please do put them in the comment section below. Also, maybe you want to share your experiences that you've had doing plant medicine, let it be San Pedro or Ayahuasca. And this is it, my friends. Um, thank you so much for watching. I'll see you in the next video. Thank you for following along on my journey. It's such a pleasure to share it with you. And I'll see you very soon. Sending a lot of love from California. Bye. Mm -hmm.